Hey folks, thanks for listening to another episode of English is Stupid, where we try to make a little sense out of a language that doesn't make any. And I say we, because today I brought my good buddy and colleague, Stefan Jenkins, to help me out. So I'm not just rambling to myself and you lovely couple of dozen people. So Stefan, thanks for coming. Hey Johnny, thanks for having me. Right on, right on. Um, Stefan, you want to maybe tell them a little bit about yourself, your favorite cereal, where you grew up? Biggest fear, you know, things like that. Yeah, so let's start with biggest fear. I am afraid of dying alone. Let's uh, Jesus. just, you know, jump, put that out there right away. That was kind of a joke, but all right. It's that kind of a podcast today, guys. <laughs> uh, life cereal. Life cinnamon cereal. Actually, my favorite. Um, cinnamon cereal? Like those little life cinnamon, cinnamon squares? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not Simple, to be confused with, you know, the... Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yep. The superior cereal? Mm, I wouldn't say that, but... Oh, Life Cinnamon, it's that checkered-looking yes, square. Yes, yes, yes. I actually do enjoy that, I think, a little bit better, the texture thing. Dang, I'm learning from you already. Okay, so cereal, biggest fear. Um, what else did I ask you? Hometown. I was born in Colorado, but I pretty much called Topeka my home. That's awesome. Guys, we were really good friends. I knew none of these things about Stefan before today. <laughs> All right, but uh, it's funny you should say that real deep, Thing about dying alone i think that's a fear maybe we all share but uh we're gonna try not to get that deep today guys but oddly enough our word of the day is murder 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 it's kind of a scary word and rightfully so because i think uh i'll talk about it in a bit but i think that's what people were going for when they you know started using this word for the term uh that we use it for today or at least one of you know the 20 or 30 ways we can use this word so We'll start off with the most basic definition and probably the most common or the thing that pops to your head right off the bat is defined by thefreedictionary.com as the killing of another person without justification or excuse, especially in the crime of killing a person with malice, aforethought, or with recklessness manifesting extreme indifference to the value of human life. Definition B, an instance of such killing. Sounds stupid. So, pretty heavy stuff. Pretty and I'm also looking stuff. up one for a common law murder, common law murder, which is also defined by killing another human being with malice, a forethought. Um, and then, you know, it goes into, like, felony murder and all the other different types of murder, per se. Right, right, right. And I like how they say the unlawful killing. So, as we know, if you're, um, you know, a super rich country and you want to take over another country uh, and you start this thing called declaration of war then anybody you kill in war technically is is perfectly legal for your country that is i imagine the losing country and or the other side if you will would would probably would probably make it very illegal to come in and start killing the citizens to take over land or something like that the house doesn't lose the house doesn't lose folks you heard it here first all right but uh yeah let's go into the different types of murder i'm going to talk about all the ways that we use murder that have nothing to do with killing unless talking about killing them softly so first degree murder where are you at where are you at all right so thank you finelaw.com a cool little website where you can go to find a lawyer uh or just ask me because i'm not a trained lawyer but i kind of like that stuff and i listen to a lot of you know like crime podcasts so if you guys need any you know of that you know just let me know 
Plus, I'm cheaper than a regular lawyer. Um, I would probably cost nothing at all. But anyway, in most states, first-degree murder is defined as the unlawful killing that is both one willful and two premeditated, meaning that it was committed after planning or, quote-unquote, lying in wait, if you've heard that phrase before, for the victim. For example, Dan comes home to find his wife in bed with Victor. Ooh, saucy. Three days later, Dan waits behind a tree near Victor's front door. When Victor comes out of his house, Dan shoots and kills him. Yikes. That is some scary stuff. Most states also adhere to a legal concept known as the felony murder rule, under which a person commits first-degree murder if any death, even accidental, results from the commission of certain violent felonies. Um, so, like, while you're committing another crime, so say I go to rob Stefan's place. Sorry, Stefan, but you got some cool stuff. And a nice dog. I wouldn't hurt your dog. Um, well, needless to say. This is He's an attack dog, trained assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's definitely a deterrent. For that reason, I will never rob your house. Not that I was you know, going to anyway. But say, hypothetically, my other notebook, you know, I have some plans. You know, rob Stefan's house. One, wait till he's gone. Two, you know, use the, the back window that doesn't quite lock right. And three, um, be in and out in five minutes. So you have a plan. But say, oh, I go there the day Stefan is supposed to be on his, at his weekly yoga class. But instead, he didn't go. All right? Pulled his groin. Mm. Tragic. And so when I pop in that uh, window that doesn't lock quite right, lo and behold, Stefan's right there. I freak out. I brought a gun just for, just for looks. I didn't intend on using it. But just so happens, I didn't have the safety on as well. Gun goes off. Accidentally kills Stefan. Very sorry, Stefan. Mm. Very sorry. R.I.P. That's really the only reason I had to do on this podcast, so I could kind of get a feel of where this was going. Um, I think I could. Besides my trained assassin, attack dog. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why the gun went off. The attack dog did his job, but, you know, I lost control of the gun. It bounced on the ground and shot you three times right in the chest. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so in some states, they would call that first-degree murder because you were doing something illegal and uh, somebody went down in the process. So you had a plan to do something illegal and plan to kill you. I'm sorry. That was technically your dog's fault, so <laughs> way to go, man. Thanks, Byron. Did you know in 1995 was the first legal definition of premeditated in the state versus uh, Guthrie, where they furthered the conclusion that rule that premeditated refers to any interval of time between the defendant's forming of intent and the defendant's execution? Dang. So so they didn't have an actual legal case like that till 1995? Is that Correct. what they mean? Yep. That's crazy. They've been locking people up for murder forever, but... I guess they just well, premeditated became a legal definition then during oh, that gotcha, court case. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. So you had another case of us kind of inventing words or using words and grouping them together and putting them in text, such as a dictionary or official legal doctrine, to more specify things. And and that's kind of what I'm an advocate of, guys. In this show, you'll see a lot of uh, here rather uh, a lot of words that really don't just mean one thing. You know, words are heavy. They have weight. Uh, they're very complicated. One word to you means a whole different thing to me, and it might mean something totally different to both of us tomorrow or the day before or years from now. So, very cool stuff. So, second-degree murder. Stefan, lay it on me. You know, while some states don't use the term second-degree murder, which is defined as, you know, it's generally defined as 
intentional murder that lacks premeditation is intended to cause bodily harm and demonstrates an extreme indifference to human life. Yikes. So usually there's two different degrees and impose a lower sentences for the lesser crime, whatever that means. Wait, there's two degrees of second degree? Second degree squared degrees? Oof. It's getting cold in here. Now we're getting some math in there. It's getting hot. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, so you're thinking kind of, what do they normally say, crime of passion type murders? Yeah, so essentially it's just intentional killings but without the the plan. Gotcha. So So you kind of knew you were killing the person, you're beating the pulp out of them because, you know, Victor just found Dave or whoever that example was. You know, maybe it's one of those road rage instances where, you know, somebody just makes you mad, cuts you off, and pop, 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 and one thing leads to another and you're behind bars. You didn't really plan. You didn't wake up and say, hey, I feel like killing somebody today. Right. Right. Or like that time when I caught you talking shit on my hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos? Remind me. You're, you're saying hot fries are better? And I'm like, what are the hot fries? Hot fries are ten times better than hot Cheetos. Well, we haven't decided. You were going to bring some over, actually, is what I remember. From um, what. I don't remember. Do you have documentation of that? Well, actually, funny story, guys. I don't because wasn't recording when we've had this conversation huh. previously, which involved a lot more hot Cheetos. I'd like to get back to the hot Cheetos, but I digress. Third degree murder, folks, um, is kind of the most susceptible to state interpretation. In fact, a lot of states um, just refer to this one as involuntary manslaughter. You've probably heard um, law and order, CSI, all those types of things. So in a generic sense, manslaughter requires a murderous action without intent. But... I thought murder was the, oh yeah, still unlawful killing. Okay, so yeah, we're still in the same ballpark. Typically, uh, t- types of third degree murder charges are cases that involve accidental deaths, negligent actions, or reckless scenarios. So, you know, you're doing gun practice uh, in your apartment and you're just shooting at a picture on the wall you know, you're always not bulletproof by any means, and you kill the neighbor next door, that's manslaughter. You're doing something just stupid. Mm. Probably illegal. I don't think you can fire a firearm. Indoors? Is that a thing? Uh-huh. I mean, a desk pop. Everybody has to have the first desk pop. Like, cops do it. You're right. Everybody has to have a desk pop. Everybody has to have a desk pop. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, I'd like to think of the difference between first, second, and third degree murder like this. Remember that first degree murder... You had a plan, and you followed through with that plan. So, my uh, take uh, grocery shopping for an example. I'm hungry. I'm craving something crunchy and spicy and cheesy and delicious. I'm craving hot Cheetos. Hot okay? fries, but okay. Hot Cheetos, plus they're on sale, and they're backed by a internationally known name brand. But I digress. So I'm making a grocery list, all right? I'm making sure I have enough funds in my budget for these hot fries. I pick a time uh, when it would be good to go to said grocery store between my other activities. And I go to the grocery store, and I bring my money, and I fill that cart up, hot Cheetos, and I purchase them from a nice attendant who, despite the alarmingly large amount of uh, snacks in my cart, doesn't judge me, you know? Doesn't judge me at all. I take that home, and I enjoy Cheetos, um... All by myself. I don't give away my Cheetos, guys, so quit asking. So, first degree murder. Second degree murder, crime of passion. Okay, heat of the moment. 
got hot in here. No thanks to the Cheetos. Hmm. But that's something like, I'm already at the grocery store. Hot Cheetos did not make my list. Why? Maybe I had some at home. Maybe I had explosive diarrhea. Who knows? But they weren't on the list, guys. I had no intention, but I'm in the checkout line. I'm waiting on that old lady in front of me to get done with her coupons. And these Hot Cheetos right there are eyeballing me. Right below the gum. I should probably get gum too, but I don't want it. I want those Hot Cheetos. So my emotions get the better of me, and I grab the Hot Cheetos, and I dig in. I pay for them later, but... I start snacking right away. Crime of passion. Second degree murder of hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Third degree involuntary manslaughter. In this case, involuntary hot Cheeto slaughter. Okay? I'm sorry, wannabe Tony the Tiger. I'm sorry. But say you're at a friend's party. A little Chex Mix. And, ooh, this Chex Mix is nice. I'm going to have to see what they did. It tastes, it tastes better than usual Chex Mix. In fact, it's delicious. Then you realize, oh, wait, what are those little red squiggly things in there? <gasps> I've been eating hot Cheetos this whole time. Involuntary hot Cheeto slaughter. Sheesh. That's a perfect metaphor, if I might add, for all three of those occasions. Now, if I were a judge or, and or the person owning these hot Cheetos, which one would I forgive you for? Um, well, Plead your case. Well, sadly... Um, Hundreds of hot Cheetos would have been lost in all of these situations. Mm. And we can never get those Cheetos back. Yep. So it's hard to forgive somebody for that thing. But if it was me, you know, usually the lesser sentencing in a court of law, um, and not a hypothetical Cheeto example, probably the third degree and or the manslaughter, because it was, uh, you know, accidental. Even if you were doing something you weren't supposed to, uh, maybe you weren't necessarily committing a crime. Okay. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, if you don't actually murder somebody, but you almost did, or you're doing something super stupid that uh, could have resulted in human death, a lot of times they call that, uh, you know, reckless behavior and things like that. Sheesh. Sure do. Well? Well, now that, now that we've scared you guys a little bit, let's get a little happy. Let's look at some other definitions. Maybe the history of murder and kind of why things changed over time. So, you know, on the lighter side, murder can just be uh, doing something... Really, really well, or ironically, really, really poorly. So, for example, How does that work? Yeah, it, it shouldn't work like that, Stefan, but it does. So, for example, when I am, say, during my Sean Connery impression, you could say, Dang, Johnny, you murdered that Sean Connery. I thought he was right here. Uh, I um, think I'm going to need to see more before I would ever say something like that. So, go ahead, give us, give us some more. I don't think that will be necessary. Hmm. Murder that. Yeah. I probably should have picked a different celebrity, folks, because Sean Connery, you know, rest him, uh, is actually dead. So, wow, that's pretty insensitive. Was he murdered? I don't think so. Oh. Just by his old body. Yeah. We might get canceled for that. Sorry, Sean fans. Sorry, Sean fans. Hopefully we don't have a large number of Sean Connery fans that end up listening to this one day. Truthfully, I don't know who that is, but... Wow. We digress. That'd be hilarious if we get sued for something like that. Ah, that'd be so exciting, too. Start the LLC. <laughs> that's awesome. But, uh, so that's doing something very well. But it could also be very bad, like uh, my Daffy Duck impression. I'm Daffy Duck. I murdered that. That was terrible. Wow, you murdered that. Yeah, see? <laughs> I t- Folks, I tried to look. I can't really pinpoint where it became from, wow, you murdered it good. And wow, you murdered it bad. 
I think uh, it, somewhere along the line of uh, like killed it, man, you killed it, because that usually is more positive. You killed it. And a murder, you know, somewhat synonymous with killed it. And I mean that in the harshest way possible. Oh, so yeah, I guess the killed reference could be used in a negative light as well. That sucks. Doesn't make any sense. But, you know, you can also use murder instead of a person. You know, people use it poetically, I guess you could say. And, you know, you murdered the bomba. Nobody does bomba anymore because you murdered it. You played it every single night at the dance club. Nobody wants to bomb anymore, even though it was a perfectly fine dance in moderation. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she did write. She wrote it. I used to watch that, like, early morning on the summer as it was on cable. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you'd also say, you know, uh, some more slang terms to defeat um, an opponent, saying like a game of basketball, like I murdered Stefan in horse the other day, because while he's quick and he's defensive, um, and he's got a good basketball brain, you know, the shot's a little broke. Let the record show that's not true. This never happened. Well, the, you heard it here for, first, folks. It did happen. Um, well, it might have happened. You see, well, anyway, back on topic, Stefan, please, for the people. Did you know a group of crows is called a murder? Uh, yeah, I did. did and you? before researching this podcast, too, I knew that. And I never knew why. Um, you about to lay some knowledge on us? Uh, not, not as so much as why. I think there's probably just that stigma that crows have with, you know, being around death and cemeteries and war zones that they kind of just have that, you know, they're, they're black, so they kind of represent death and murder, I guess. I'd say, dang, I wouldn't want to be around a bunch of group of crows because they're scavengers. Right, right. They are scavengers. They are black, scary looking. And you're right, you usually see them around dead animals. So I think at first a lot of people thought, holy shit, that group of crows just murdered that moose. How does this happen? There's a scary movie about birds, guys. Isn't it called Birds? And like Hitchcock film or something like that? You're asking the wrong person. However, I do know that a crow on its own will not defeat an owl, but a murder of crows? Oh, they were, tear they were tearing an owl up. They murdered it. Straight up, like, actual, like, kill, kill, kill the owl. Oh, dang, they will. <laughs> I also saw that if there is a crow that's maybe not doing so good in the group, you know, it can't pull its own weight anymore. Because um, the crows are kind of smart. Some people hypothesize that they actually hold little tribunals, and if they vote to, uh, you know, 86, one of their own, uh, they'll kill them. But um, a lot of scientists push back on that and say, uh, it, that bird was so close to death anyway, it, just started, you know, to look, you know, they just said, we're, we're going to speed this up for you a little bit. I mean, studies have shown that crows are, you know, very social and caring creatures, but they're also among the smartest. So, you know, maybe they're just trying to put one of its own out of its misery. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of terrifying, these creatures, guys. I, sometimes I wish I would have been like a bird scientist, but, you know, it's never too late. Hashtag 2021. Goals. Goal setting here. Yes, yeah, uh, it's also fun, so you mentioned they just kind of give that feeling, that vibe of death and something bad's going to happen. Well, uh, it was kind of trendy, if you will, in like the 1500s to um, name a group of animals something that related to that group of animals. Mm -hmm. um, kind of a very, very old English thing. So, for example, there was a, a book called The Book of Hawking, Hunting, and Blazing of Arms. 
um, comp compilation of a lot of stuff um, and interest in the time of a gentleman back in the day. Um, came out in 1486, but basically, um, you know, this dude was just ha having a bunch of fun with groups of people. So, for example, a gaggle of women. Gaggling, you know, you think, oh, they're always going to be talking. You know, gonna... this isn't me saying this, folks. Again, this is, this is, you know, this guy who wrote this book, the Book of Hawking, right? Or a, or a uh, crash of rhinos, a mischief of mice. A puddling of ducks. Hmm. He didn't really try too hard there. Yeah. Fitting, but obvious. F fitting, but, you know, yeah, a little lazy to me. And, uh, of course, in that book was A Murder of Crows. So that's the first time we see it in text. But, you know, likely it was around before then. Just people kind of having fun. Say Murder of Crows. Hmm. What would you call, like, a group of podcasters? A talker of people. A caster of people. I like caster. Caster? The friendly ghost? Caster? I barely know her. Oh, man. Inappropriate. Yeah, so uh, I thought that crow thing was pretty cool, guys. That was pretty cool. Uh, Stefan, any closing thoughts? Or would you like to start the child-only segment of the show? I think we murdered the definition. Killed um, it. Straight up. First degree. We had a plan. Took us a while to execute, but we murdered that show. All right, so parents, if you want to let your kids back into the room now, yes, I didn't ever tell you to have them leave the room, but, you know, you should probably listen and watch most media before you let your kids do I mean, that's just smart. I mean, I don't have kids, but, you know, a lot of people do. So take advice from them. But anyway, because we tend to talk about some pretty heavy subjects, maybe let loose a profanity here and there, we like to save this portion of the show for the kiddos. So, Stefan, would you like to read a little bit softer definition of murder? So that way the kids out there can learn a little something as well. Hi, kids. Let's talk about murder. Murder is when one person kills another person on purpose. If a person does something that someone else dies without the intent of killing, it is homicide and maybe manslaughter. An accident caused by carelessness may be negligent homicide. Sometimes a death caused by someone else may not be a crime. For example, self-defense. Dang. I was hoping that soft voice would soften up the, the subject, but that was still pretty heavy. You know, I, I was kind of going for like a Sesame Street feel, but I didn't want to commit all the way to it because, you know, I, I've never practiced, a, you know, like an Elmo or... Cocaine monster. Cocaine, cocaine. So I've never been to Sesame Street. But it looks nice. The picture in my head of the street that I would have been walking down while hearing that creepy voice is dark, smells a little bit, nobody around, and I'm running because that voice is following me. I feel like Oscar the Grouch definitely would be the person to get that definition, if anything. You just right. pop out of the trash can on a dark night, one street light at the end of the street flickering, and he's giving you this definition. For sure, for sure. Well, yeah, hindsight 2020, you definitely should have done that Oscar the grouch impression for that kid's thing. But there's nothing we can do now, obviously. It's already been recorded. There's no adjustments we can make to recordings. No takesies backsies. Obviously, no takesies backsies, man. I've been trying to tell you. All right. You heard it here fo first, folks. No takesies backsies. Well, I hope you learned a little bit something today. Or at least, uh, you know, 
killed 20 minutes, something like that. Thanks to everybody who listened and gave feedback on our most recent episode, Pickle. So I had a few things wrong there, folks. But uh, I'm not meant to be the expert here. I'm just meant to start the conversation. Remember, words aren't black and white. They often mean a whole plethora of things beyond their definition. It's a cultural thing. And in terms of pickle, man, we went down a lot of different roller coasters there. I did have some feedback that kimchi is more of a fermentation process rather than a pickling process. Uh, but that's good. So now we kind of move the dial a little bit more towards fermentation for kimchi, a little bit away from pickle. But, you know, some do argue that it is still pickling because we have onions and vinegar and that's technically all you need. So thank you for that, guys. I love it. Drop us a line uh, on Instagram and or my number if you have it, because I'm guessing most of you probably have my number because I get out of that candy. You know, strangers all the time. Here's my number. Here's my number. Why else do you have business cards? Yeah, sure. It's not business cards. It's just, you know, a piece of paper with my name, number on it, and a little smiley face that I drew, but it's nice. You but still do that? Yeah, yeah, I, I do actually. Nobody's ever called. But thanks again, folks. Stefan, thanks. Hope you have you back. This was a lot more fun than talking to myself. Uh, remember, let's throw that dictionary away and start a. Is it dialogue? Yeah, dang, I just messed that up. <laughs> throw that. <laughs> Dictionary away and start the dialogue. Sheesh.